0: We'll turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Ah, welcome to the home. <laughs> you should start that with welcome home. Welcome. No, don't say welcome. To the home. <laughs> to the home. <laughs> welcome home seems a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is the home. Now it's even more comforting. it's even more comforting. Second Thessalonians, what? Three, right? Three. We'll start in verse six. You guys can't find it. It's, after, uh, it's right after one of the verses. Genesis. It's after Psalms. It's after Genesis, guys. after
1: Dude,
0: I love, I love. Thessalonians. I just read the verse right before Thessalonians Thess- yeah, six. So right before the see, verse six. Kind of That's not up, the Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians, bro. Second. Good boy. Everybody there? Yes. Give me the look Turn, 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 That's turn. Jules <laughs> <laughs> got it dialed in. It's before first Tim before first Hey, uh, page <laughs> hey, 990 Two Thelosians uh, like 990. 1068 Tatum, you okay? My yeah? my my really good to it's see you today yeah. hey. hey, can you lay down? That'd be good for us it would be good for all of us Yeah, just lay down I tried, man It's good girl I tried Okay, yeah, you tried I can't Just lay down Everybody there? Cool. All right. Let's pray real quick and then uh, let's pray and then we'll get in. Ready? Yes. Lord, we love you and we can't get enough of you. And I pray. That you would illuminate this word to all of us tonight. And that it wouldn't fall on deaf ears. But that it would cut us deep to the core. And that we would never be the same. Holy Spirit, we're banking on that tonight. Yes? Yes. So Lord, we want to be changed by your word. And sealed by your spirit. And never to be the same. So Lord, operate my mouth like a puppet. And only things that you want to say tonight come out of my mouth. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. So I want to talk about the Lord wants to talk about tonight is um, idleness. He doesn't know what idleness means. Yep. Um, when it comes to a car, it's your car just running at a constant like bum 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 bum, bum like that, right? If you have Grant's truck, it sounds a little cooler. <coughs> if you have a Dodge Dart, it doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> it's just If you have a Prius, doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> but an idle. So when you're at idle, you're just at a consistent like a flat line. Right? It's just a flat line. It's where your engine's supposed to be at. It's supposed to hang out there, right? Um, it's a good thing for a car that it's at a consistent rate. It's a terrible... It's a very bad thing for a Jesus person. Yes? Um, just the same way you enjoy going fast in your car, Jesus likes that same increase in your life if we kind of see this line graph. Yes? Um, it's really fun going fast. Yeah? Right? You got a speeding ticket today? Huh? No, that, that was that speeding ticket. Oh, that'd been funny if you got one today. I don't city. look at me like that. We love speeding tickets. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, we would never. Okay, it, but, but totally it. think of it this way. In your in your Christian walk, idleness is very bad. Okay? Um, if, if you want to take away one thing from this message, there it is. Okay? Um, don't be stagnant. Would you want to drink water? That's been sitting in a cup for a month. Heck no. 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 It's disgusting. Would you want to swim in a pool that has not been filtered? That has been sitting for a month just... No. Maybe. Frankly, no. But, I mean, if you're into swimming in feces, it's fine. Do it. Uh, but nobody's laughing at that it's awkward (laughs) thanks for laughing um but nobody wants that right you don't want to sit in stagnant water you don't want to drink stagnant water it gets nasty right even like that water that's been sitting next to your bed it's a bad idea at 3 a.m too right it's a (laughs) it happens to me every single time it's like well it's here i don't want to get up it's really cold Madison sleeps with all the windows open in the entire house and it's just like oh my god (laughs) yeah it's just freaking ice when it's snowing whatever but um, so it's not a good thing it's not a good thing to be stagnant right I'm going to challenge that tonight if that's you stop being stagnant cool Um, again if that's all you get out of this great Um, mission accomplished But let's read, starting in verse 6. Everybody there still? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. This is going to be fun tonight. Yes? Cool. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness Mm -hmm. and not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. Wow, this is pretty intense. (laughs) Uh, So, stay away from anyone who's walking in idleness. Mm -hmm. That's the command that's in Scripture tonight. Who's that messed up so far? Stay away from that person. Stay away. That's scary, right? If you're not growing with the Lord, if you're not growing in the Lord, The scripture actually commands you to be ostracized, isolated from the rest of the body. But it's until you start spending time with the Lord is when everything changes, right? Mm -hmm. Not only in this scripture, but also your entire life, right? There's this whole concept of the new wineskin and the old wineskin, correct? An wine wineskin is just one that's been used for years, and it's the one that we have, and it, it's always worked. Have you heard that before? <laughs> yeah. The new wineskin is your growth with Jesus, right? The wineskin actually grows. Uh, uh, sorry. The wine actually expands in the wineskin. So that's why you need a new one. Every single time. Why? The wineskin's actually you. And the, your capacity actually expands. So that's why Scripture tells us that we have to increase and get new wineskins. Yes? yes? I don't know the address of that. I wish I did. If anybody knows that address, shout it out. Anybody know? It's in the Bible. <laughs> I don't know the address, though. Dang it! I was hoping it would come to me. But, like, it's this, uh, the Lord is always wanting to increase our capacity. Right? Um, a wine uh, wine that stays stagnant, um, I used to be really, really into wine. Um, I actually was part of a wine club, so you can trust me. Um, <laughs> you can trust me. Uh, I love wine. I still do love wine. Um, but stagnant wine is disgusting. It's really bitter. It gets like, ugh. it gets kind of chunky sometimes. Oh, nice. oh. Like... It, yeah, it gets nasty, dude. It gets really Hey, listen. It gets really nasty. Same thing with us as Christians. We're always des- we're always designed for increase. We're always designed to be kind of shifted and stirred, right? Always always designed to be in increase. Yes. Um I think that's That's beautiful. So if you're walking in idleness, stop. <laughs> Cool? Yeah, cool. cool, All right. That's my message. I'm just joking. <laughs> but like, hey, if you're walking in idleness, please stop. I want to hang out with you. <laughs> I really do. I want to see you grow in the Lord. Why? Because I'm actually banking on you too. Right? We're called the body of Christ. Right? We all have different posts. We all have different responsibilities. We all have different this, that, the other. Correct? Okay. And if we're not... Operating in our post, then I'm sorry, you're actually stifling the body of Christ. Yeah. We're actually you're actually stymieing the body of Christ. Yeah. You ever done a three-legged race? If you're not in sync with one another, it's gonna be very, very tough. Right? It gets pretty tough. Same thing with when one of our brothers or sisters is not walking. And increase with the Lord, right? The Lord loves increase. He rewards those who diligently seek Him. Yeah, nice. He rewards those who diligently seek Him. It's beautiful. So, what's that mean? He loves increase. He loves increase, right? He loved the man who doubled in the parable of talents. He loved the man who doubled the talents, <coughs> Loved him. It's like, wow, that's awesome. Well done, good and faithful servant. Yes? yes? And then that dude who just hung on to the one, said, this is my one talent. I'm going to dig a hole and put it in the, hole, in the ground. And I'm going to cover it. And then when he comes back, I'll, I'll unearth it. What's that called? Stagnant. When I just take what's mine and, okay, this is what the Lord's called me to. No. Oh. He actually says, I want to double it. Yeah. A double portion. I want to double it. Do you understand this? Mm-hmm. That's in one of the prophets. Isaiah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he actually wants to give us a double portion, yep. which is d- outright displayed in that parable of the talents, right? And then that dude who is stagnant. What did he do? Took it away from him, gave it to the dude who had 10, who doubled it. Yes? It's the way of the kingdom. It really is. It's not prosperity. It's not for your gain. It is just the Lord loves to make you prosper. Right? I know. We hate that word. It's so scary, but it's actually biblical. If you read your Bible, you'd understand that the Lord loves to make you prosper. He loves to bless you. He loves it. The catch is it's for his glory. It's not your glory. Right? Cool. Does that make sense? Yes. Right? Stop being stagnant. Double it. What he's entrusted with you, double it. Okay? How? By walking with him. Duh. Right? I'm sorry. That was, I mean, that's one plus one is two. <laughs> right? That's a doubling equation. I, everybody can do that. Even if you got one, double it. Boom. Okay? It's simple. Cool? Seven? Is that where I was? Yep. Cool. One verse in. Verse seven. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with toil and labor we worked night and day, that we might not be a burden. Oh. (laughs) That we might not be a burden to any of you. Oh, shoot. Right? You yourselves know how you ought to imitate us because we were not idle when we were with you. Okay? So he is saying, Hey, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Right? You heard that before. Yes. Good. It's, it's in the Bible. Um, imitate me as I imitate Christ. What's that actually mean? He's actually saying... I am following Christ so closely that you can actually imitate me because I know that I'm mirroring Him. Huh? Leadership is spelled EXAMPLE. Leadership is spelled example by example. Oh, gosh, I, I can't hear. I, I was telling Blake my left ear has been mute all day. Sorry. As I hold my, it's just habit. Yeah, exactly. Imitate. Me, as I imitate Christ, right? Hey, live in that manner. When you're living with Christ, I mean, it's always a double portion. It's always entrusting you with more. It's always, hey, I'm calling you to this. Hey, I'm calling you to that. Did Paul and Peter ever stay still? No. No, no the only time they stood still is when they were sitting in a wagon going somewhere else. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's significant enough in Scripture where it says, and Jesus stood still. That, that's, that's captured in scripture. Once. Do we understand how, how significant that is? They, Jesus actually stood still. They decided to capture that instead of all the other miracles that he did. That means he was always on the go. He was always going. He was always moving, always asking the Father what to do. Correct? Right? This is how we are supposed to be. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. First step, imitate Christ. Mm -hmm. I can't tell all of you to imitate me if I'm not imitating Christ. Because what am I actually doing? I'm actually putting on a sheep's clothing because I'm a wolf at that point. Right? That is not good. It's very bad. (coughs) It's bad. (coughs) That will always get Andrew. Huh? (laughs) L. Yes. <laughs> so we have to imitate Christ first, and then what can we do? Evangelism comes like a piece of cake. Telling people about Jesus is just like, oh, this is okay, that's easy. I don't have to think of a five step program to make them walk into and, uh, right? It's just follow Jesus and imitate Jesus and I'm sorry, you'll probably be more like him. Right? Does that make sense? Cool. And then he says, Because we were not idle when we were with you. I love it. He's just like, wham, 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 over and over again. Like, hey, I'm calling this out on you, this and this, all in the same sentence. It's beautiful. Stop being idle. Because we weren't idle. It's not how we trained you. And stop being idle. You're being dumb, right? It's incredible. How simple is this? Correct? Yeah. I'll just live it. <laughs> Nor do we eat anybody's bread without paying for it. Yeah? They didn't just mooch. Yeah. Yeah. What does this actually mean? Places, home. Don't be a moocher. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what this means. Mm-hmm. When you walk into church and you expect somebody else to feed you. When you walk into guys' group or girls' group and you expect somebody else to feed you. Mm. When you walk into discipleship class and you expect somebody to feed you. That's a moocher, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to make this. I'm going to eat this (coughs) up. I'm going to eat this meal that Jesus prepares for me day in and day out. Right? Hey, who's a moocher in this space? Yeah? Come on, be honest. It's okay. It's okay. You can. What's the first step of, the, well, I don't know, admitting that you have a problem? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Right? Hey, it's okay. You have to self-examine or else you're not going to get anywhere. Hey, it's fine. If you mooch, great. I'll, I'll serve you for a certain point. But then it's going to get really uncomfortable for you because I'm going to start telling you this. Right? stop mooching and start working towards something. Right? It says, but we toiled and labored and we worked night and day for that bread so that we wouldn't burden any of you. So it's kind of like you preaching or you speaking to us right now and then us going home and forgetting all of it. Yeah. Or chalking it up as your own revelation. (laughs) You know? I mean, in one ear, out the other, that's first of all, super disrespectful to me. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, super, super, super disrespectful to the Lord. It's like, come on, nobody likes a moocher. I I had this uh, guy that I was friends with in high school, and he just was a moocher. He wanted me to buy him lunch every single day, and I, I was the one with the car. It got to a point where I was just like, man, this freaking sucks. I can't stand being with this guy. He just wants wants the A1 Steakhouse Burger from Burger King every single day. I'm running out of money, right? Mm-hmm. And it became a burden. It became a how fast could I get out of the classroom so this guy wouldn't come and intersect with me, right? It sounds pretty burdensome. Yep. Or... This sounds more burdensome. I actually did this a couple of times. I'd go talk to the teacher to get out of going to lunch with him. If you know anything about my high school career, that is not what I like to do. I don't like teachers. Don't like high school. Don't like being in classrooms longer than I need to be. <laughs> right? Uh, so <laughs> Yeah, so I would like I would self-inflict pain on myself so I wouldn't go and hang out with this guy. That sucks. That really really sucks. Right? Nobody likes a moocher. Yeah. Right? The kingdom of God is not designed for moochers. Amen. It's not. It's not designed for moochers, okay? This is going to be really fun. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, ten? Nine? Nine. Ten? No, nine. 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 It was not because we do not have that right, but to give you in ourselves an example, like Jewel said, to imitate. These guys had every right to say, all right, give me some food. Why? Because they're sick as ever. They're freaking awesome, right? They were living with the Lord. And hey, there is this biblical thing called honor, right? But they said, no, no, no. I still want to work for this. I'm still going to work hard for this, okay? Verse 10. For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, Let him not eat. Dang. Verse 11. For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. Now such persons we command to encourage in the Lord Christ Jesus to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what we say in this, in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with them, that he might be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. Right? Okay, let me paint this beautiful, beautiful picture for you. What's this work actually referring to? It's not referring to grabbing a shovel and digging in the hole. Digging a hole like that movie, right? It's not that kind of work. It's, yeah, hold on. It's not, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to agree on a salary and then I'm going to do that work so I can eat. It's not, it's not that work either. It's the Lord's work. Okay? Um, I'm going to take this on two, on two kind of perspectives. So journey with me through this, okay? First perspective is... It's the Lord's work, doing His work. If I continue to say nah and pushing that aside and being disobedient towards that, He will say, "I'm never going to let you eat of that again," until you do that work, and then you'll get to taste. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. The second thing I want relationship work is building that relationship, right? If anybody knows, it's. Sometimes it's really hard to be friends. (laughs) Sometimes it is hard to be friends with other people. It really is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes it's even harder to be um, friends with your family members. We don't get to pick them, right? Okay, nobody's on the same page as that one. (laughs) We don't get to pick them, right? It's easier to pick friends. Maybe it's not as hard for you guys. Uh, But, man, my friends frustrate me. They do. They really, really do. And my family really frustrates me, (laughs) right? It takes work to invest into those relationships, Mm -hmm. correct? Okay, it takes work and time and energy to invest in a relationship with Jesus. Do you understand that? It doesn't just like, oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I know the depths of who God is, and I just got saved today. No, it doesn't work that way. It really doesn't. He'll reveal himself to you just enough to kind of, uh, how do I say it without being a heretic? Um, he'll reveal himself, himself enough to you to instill a hunger in you. That's perfectly said, right? Uh, he'll, he'll do that, right? He'll, he'll, he'll give you an, a little taste of his living water so you'll be running back for more. And say, I want more of that. I've never tasted something like that. Mm -hmm. Right? If we don't eat of the Lord, we will never taste and see His goodness. How would we? How would we? If we don't eat of the Lord, if we don't commune with Him, right? Communion is more than bread and wine. It's actually communion, being in union. How do I say it differently? Being together, sitting at His feet, being in His presence. If I don't do that, I will never taste and see His goodness. I will never. And you'll never see that outpouring out of you either. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. Right? uh, Never mind. That wasn't good. It's so essential. We can't just all of a sudden show up on a Thursday or a Tuesday or a Monday or a Saturday morning and say, hey, thanks for feeding me, Lex. Or thanks for feeding me, Madison. I'm sorry, we can only feed you for so long. A baby only relies on its parent for so long. Yeah, I just called you babies. <laughs> right? Right? Can only rely on me so long. At some point, me and Madison are going to say, okay, now it's time for you to chew your own food. Now it's time for you to eat on your own. We'll still be here for support, but now it's time for you to go to that next level, right? I can't just give a baby a steak, correct? <laughs> be amazing. Be, crazy, crazy baby. be a freaking ripped baby. <laughs> That's going to be my my son. My son. Steak every day. And chains around his neck. Oh <laughs> like a pit bull. Yeah. Okay. Oh Is he going to be a fighting baby? Is it a fighting baby? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Same thing. Like dog fights, baby fights. Yes. Oh, investment. <laughs> Big money in baby fights. <laughs> uh, I forgot I'm on the podcast. <laughs> so... Right? You can't give a baby a steak. It doesn't work. It really just doesn't work. What do they end up doing? They choke. They choke. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Right. That's why there's Gerber is in business. That's why milk is good. Yes? Whereas some people be like milk still. But that's why we have to start out somewhere. Right? And then it turns into more and more and more and more. And then you get to sushi and you are at your peak. <laughs> right? Do you understand what I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there is a point where you have to take responsibility for the communion you have with the Lord. Yes. There is a point. I, uh, I, I can't be responsible for it. Madison can't be responsible for it. Blake can't be responsible for it. Right? We can't. It's up to you guys to say, cool, I know the Lord. I've been introduced to Him. I know the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. Now it's time for me to eat with Him. Right? Isn't it interesting the way Jesus led His disciples? They didn't take communion right away. He didn't say, now, eat of this right away. It was later. It was later in their walk. Right? Right? It was way later in their walk. He actually said, okay, watch what I'm doing because this is going to be sweet. Okay, now come on, do it with me when he fed the 5,000. It's like, hey, get them in 50 groups, you know, or groups of 50, right? And then he says, all right, now I'm going to watch you do it. And then he's going to say, peace out. You're going to do it on your own. That's the way Jesus led. Do you understand that? Right? And then in that process, communion happened. A relationship formed. It's not all of a sudden like Peter and Jesus were best friends right off the bat. There was a lot of questioning that took place. Mm-hmm. There was. Like, it's not bad to question Jesus. It's bad to doubt Him, right? It's a fine line. It's, it's not bad to question Him. Like, Jesus, why, why do you do that and not this? Right? Yeah. He'll answer you. Right? Yeah. We know that He'll answer us? Yes. Good. Good. Right? It's not all of a sudden Jesus is going to give is, it's not all of a sudden that you get to eat on your own. Right? There is a process of walking with Jesus. Just like the disciples walk with Jesus. It's the way it goes. If we never eat of the Lord we will never taste and see His goodness. If you feel like you're never tasting and seeing God's goodness, try eating with Him. One of my favorite pastors takes communion every single morning to make sure he's eating with the Lord every single morning. Right? The guy has a communion table set up in his family room. Him and his his wife, right when they get out of bed, right to that table, take communion together, and then go on with their day with Jesus. That's beautiful, yeah? It's gorgeous. Try it. It doesn't have to be the physical act. It could just be like, okay, Lord, I just want to eat with you. You know, this is called bread. Right? It's called bread for a reason. Because our hunger is satisfied in this. And the Holy Spirit is called water for a reason. Because our thirst is satisfied by Him. Do you understand this? Right? This is very, very important. If you want to taste and see the Lord's goodness, hey, taste of it. Eat of it and I guarantee you'll see His goodness. If you feel like the Lord's out to get you tonight, sorry, He's not. Okay? I know you're trying to blame somebody, but He's not out to get you. You just haven't tasted and seen His goodness. The Lord's character is not out to get you. He's a loving Father. He's a good Father. He's a comforter. He's a healer. He's a defender. He's got your best interest. Like we talked about last week, He loves to love you. Straight up. He loves to love you. Like any good father. Right? Notice how I said good, yes? Mm -hmm. Cool. (coughs) You know... if somebody is walking in idleness that you know don't regard them as an enemy right don't regard them as an enemy it's what it says here I think it's very very important not to ostracize people just because they are walking in their idleness I've fallen guilty of it I really have have I'm working on it I'm repenting of it as it comes as it comes afloat sometimes yes Mm yes You know, it's easy. It's easy to say, well, you're just not on the same page as us, as me. Silly me, right? They're not an enemy. They're just a little confused. It's okay, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay. You know, am I still going to be there for them? Yes. Should you? Yes. Please, 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 please be there for them. But... When they say, Thus says the Lord, probably don't listen to it. When they give you advice, probably put that on mute. Why? Because it's not from the Lord. Why would you want it? Right? If I wasn't speaking what the Lord wanted me to tell you, then why would you want to listen to me? It'd be the worst sermon ever. Right? But I know the Lord wants to say this tonight. And that's why you're listening. Does that make sense? okay don't dis- don't regard anybody as an enemy right we're called to love like we talked about last week we're called to invest in love like we talked about last week and when people are idle it's okay don't let them stay there but if they keep on saying nah then like okay sorry sorry you know Okay, and if you're in that boat, just stop, please. I love you. I want you to be here. Okay, want you to be here. Does that make sense? Cool. Anything else, Lord? Just feel like I'm supposed to talk about this. The parable of the treasure, the hidden treasure. I don't know why I feel like I'm supposed to talk about this. Do you guys know the parable of the hidden treasure? No, this man finds treasure in a field that's not his, sells everything that is his to go inherit that treasure. Right? I think it's a beautiful story of laying down everything for the Lord. <coughs> yes? Giving up everything that we have, everything that we have attained, everything that we've maybe even been blessed with, and laying it down to go after the Lord, which is the true meaning of the parable, right? <laughs> It's not, oh, there's treasure in abandoned fields, and now I need to go buy a metal detector and go find it. No, that's not what the parable's about. It's a really weird parable. It goes into the mooching. Like, don't mooch off of, like, don't come into another person's field and take the treasure, but come, find the treasure, then go home, lay your life down, go back, and Mm. actually get the treasure. Thanks. Yeah, that's exactly it, right? There's a price that you have to pay for Jesus. What is it? Counting Him as first. Yes? Saying, Jesus, you're first. Everything else comes last. No ranking. Do you, you see that? This is Not just first, second, third. And, no. I'm sorry. It's Jesus is first. Everything else is last. Right? So if I'm going to count Jesus as first, then I have to submit. Right? And He's not telling us to be idle tonight. He's not telling of us to be moochers tonight. He's telling us to say, uh, He's telling us and saying, Hey, come eat with me. Come taste and see my goodness. Come see the treasure that I have in store for you. Come see the giftings that I have that I could entrust you with. All of these beautiful things. Like how silly would it be for us to sit in idleness? How silly is that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even if you're sitting in idolist right now, man, how silly is that? Yeah. Like stop. It's really boring. It's so right? It's like not showering for a month. You just feel like, Ugh. you know? Yeah, I can shower for a day. Jeez, shower <laughs> for a couple of hours. Right? You're like, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, why? Why would you ever want to do that to yourselves? Because it's you doing it to yourselves, not the enemy. It's you. He just tempts you. You're the one who says yes to him and not yes to the Lord. Did you hear that? The devil can only tempt you. There's a yes going either way. And it only is a yes coming from you to the enemy or to the Lord. Right? I could be tempted by anxiety all day long, but if I say yes to it, then great, I'm submitting to that anxiety. But if I say yes to the Lord, I'm sorry, that's going to fade away. Yep. It's going to say bye-bye. Right? it's yes. the way it goes. If I say yes to idleness, then I'm actually submitting into what the, uh, what the enemy wants me to do. Right. But if I say yes to the Lord, there's no way I can be idle. There's no way I can be stagnant. There's no way that I can just sit on my hands and watch everybody else live for Jesus. You know, it says, every knee will bow and every tongue confess. Man, that's beautiful. That's freaking amazing. Every single person, right? Every single person. It's important. We need to walk with Jesus more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to be the first knee to bow and tongue to confess. You know? I'm pretty competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. Little Just, bit. Pretty competitive. Right? Don't like losing? Don't like being wrong. At the end of the day, it's like I want to be the first. Don't you? Right? There's no coincidence when uh, uh, Peter and who were running to the grave? John. John. Yeah. Peter and John were running to the grave. That it says, and Jesus' favorite disciple. <laughs> you know, that's what it says in the Bible. Jesus' favorite disciple got to the tomb first. Right? There's a competitive nature. Right? Man, I'm going to be really pissed when you guys get to do more miracles than I do. It will never happen. Just make, uh, declaring that. It'll never happen. Because I've already got a leg up, I hope. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> right? There is some competition in the kingdom of heaven. That's, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's only a bad thing when it turns into pride. Right? So stop being idle, stop wor- or, and then start working towards greatness. Start working in your reward that's coming from the Father. Why? Because you're seeking Him diligently. That's the only way it goes. Seeking Him diligently. What's that scripture that says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven? No, that's not it. Hold on, don't answer that, Jaden. It's wrong. No, nope, not that one either. <laughs> I know I, I misspoke what's the one where uh, and, the, and the kingdom of heaven is there like inheritance or something like that uh, well he's not revealing it to me so it's not good okay so does that make, does that make sense yeah. stop walking in idleness and start pursuing the Lord with everything that you've got cool if you think that something's higher than the Lord shame on you do you understand that shame on you and you better freaking rebuke that spirit out of you okay and you have that capacity, yes? Yeah, you know that. Good. Cool. How would we do? 9-10? Yeah. Not bad. Cool. Cool. Let's read 16 and 17 and close. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. This is the sign of genuineness. And every letter of mine is the way I write. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. And Lord, I pray and I rebuke the idle spirit that has captured hearts. I pray against it in the name of Jesus and that you would be the one who gets our yes. You alone would get our yes. Not anything else that's trying to take away our attention. Not things that we're good at. Nothing else. Just you, Lord. Would we taste and see of you? Would we drink of you? Would we eat with you? So that we can see your goodness more and more. And Lord, that with that building of relationship, I pray that you would entrust us more and that you would reveal your glory to us on a whole nother level and that you would surprise us by your mighty, mighty works. So Jesus, thank you for being the perfect example to us. Not leaving any page unturned, but revealing what we need to know, who we need to be. And Jesus, I pray that you would bring a spirit of increase in this space. And Lord, that those who are diligently seek you, that you would reward them. Just as your word says. Pray that over to every single person in this place. Pray that you would instill a hunger and a thirst for who you are as of tonight. That we would never be the same. That we would pick up our Bibles daily. That we would sit at your feet daily. That we would be in your presence daily. Not weekly. Not for three hours on a Thursday night. Not for three hours on a Tuesday. Not for five hours on a Monday. (laughs) But that we would be with you, Lord. Day in, day out. Praying unceasingly. Living in the Spirit. Walking by the Spirit. Walking in faith. Lord, we declare that You are the light. You are the lamp that lights our feet. That You are the guider. The Holy Spirit. You, you prepare the way before us so that we can walk in the fullness of You. I pray for a whole other level of open eyes to that. In Jesus' name, I say, Amen.